welcome to episode 45 of Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. Football's back. Football is back this week. My Pittsburgh Steelers are playing an actual football game on Thursday. Football's back. Coach Cower is going into the Hall of Fame. Football's back. But let, let's get let's get our 45s out of the way. Uh, mine's actually a Penguins player, Robert Scuderi. This wait, week. what? You you went with a Penguins player? Yeah. All right, breaking tradition, but that's cool. Hey, wait, Penguin hat right here. Just, yeah, yeah. I had to go with my Penguins player. Yeah. Yeah. What was it again? I didn't. I wasn't listening to that Robert part. I was just so surprised. Robert Scuderi or Aaron Asham? Those are all okay. both both good ones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have a 45 as well, and it's a White Sox player. Oh. Really? <laughs> yeah, shocking, huh? Yeah. Um, four, 45, greatest closer in MLB history, Bobby Jenks. So, also was Michael Jordan's number when he played for the White Sox. True. So, more importantly, and Michael Jordan's number for like a game with the Bulls. So, yeah. uh, had to do it to him. Had to. But Bobby Jenks, I closed out the 2005 World Series. What a legend. Forever a Chicago legend, just filled with so many drugs. But what a what a guy. Yeah. you remember Bobby Jenks? Not very well, but yeah. It's nah. the name okay. Of, well, I'm not. That's my guy right there. But yeah, let's say, I mean, we'll, we'll, like, get, we'll get the show on the road. Um, let's start with, we're talking about baseball. We're start, we'll, yeah. we'll start with baseball. We yeah. had the MLB trade deadline happen. Big trades, probably the best trade deadline in baseball history. It was. Would you say electric? It was electric. A good yeah. word. I think is that your word or is that my word? That's your word. That's my word. That's yeah. definitely my word. I refer to everything as electric. Yeah. Like it was. Trade, what? Like the trade deadline. Banana. Yeah. It, bananas land. Whatever you want to call it. It was great. Um. A lot of things to talk about. I'll start with, uh, I guess I'll start with the Cubs if I have to. I mean, I'll try to be nice. I know I won't be nice. I just can't control myself sometimes. But I genuinely feel bad for Cubs fans. Maybe not all of them. Uh, some of them, like the real ones, I feel bad for because your <laughs> your three best players are gone, guys. They're gone. They're they're the three most important players to probably your World Series team. And they're out of here. And right. you got you got pennies back for them, basically. That stinks. Also, to see all three of those guys homer in their debut, Anthony Rizzo, Javier Baez, then Chris Bryant, all homer in their debut, that that was just twisting the knife even further. Gotta, it's really got to hurt you, Cubs fans. But guess what? I, what? Don't, I don't feel bad for them at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't because they – acted so entitled and so amazing after they won one world series mm-hmm. and guess what you're the same old cubs the cubs yeah. are the cubs, as juju smith schuster would probably say yeah cubs, cubs like they messed it up as first reported that chris bryant was out of um chicago by totally unbiased sports got the team wrong you meant, <laughs> yeah. you meant that for bias it's okay we yeah I I worded up my mixes a little bit on that one but like we did think he was gonna stay in Chicago as well for a hot minute there just switch sides yeah 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 so, thought thought he might have just gone to the south side or something like that other Cubs players did Craig Kimbrell did Ryan Tapera did uh, that was fun but 
my thing with the Cubs is it. I I just I find everything that Tom Ricketts, who's I I believe the owner or at least the pre- team president, um, and Jed Hoyer, the everything that they're doing right now is hilarious because it's just like rubbing salt in the wound to oh, these yeah. guys. So first off, uh, it, the Cubs should know better than anyone. Like to keep, you should be keeping these players around because. If you're going to sell the team, you're going to try to, you know, rebuild it uh, from scratch a little bit because you're claiming you're a poor franchise, even though like the third richest in all of baseball. Uh, but if you're going to if you're going to sell pieces and rebuild it, the Cubs should realize sometimes rebuilds just don't end. They went on a 108 year World Series drought. Yeah. Selling your three best players curses a franchise. I mean, they, it hurts. They literally just got out of a rebuild. Yeah, so that that confuses me. They should understand that. But on top of this, you hear like baseball's a business all the time, and the Cubs had to cut money and all this stuff. And then Jed Hoyer immediately comes out and says, you know, it's frustrating that some of these guys didn't sign extensions because you know we thought we were valuing valuing them fairly, and um, they're just looking to get more out on the open market. Like you, everybody says baseball's a business, and then you get you get mad when baseball is treated like a business by the players, which is another funny concept to me. It's only a business for the ownership, apparently. Yeah, and, a, then, and and lastly, just something Tom Ricketts said a year ago, which just makes the whole situation. Yep. Uh, just puts a cherry on top was when Marquee Network came out, uh, he announced it to the Cubs fans and they all started booing him. Uh, and then he says he won't be booing in a year. That was a year ago. Uh, I absolutely love that. That's perfect. They're they're, boo- they're booing uh, very loudly now, and uh, they're crying. That's 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 why I kind of feel bad for the Cubs. Is like there's no reason that three of your greatest players in franchise history, especially like a guy like Anthony Rizzo, who just seems so perfect oh, for that franchise, there's no reason they should be gone. But yeah. they are, and it's just weird. It's weird more than anything. It's very like I. I think we all kind of we all expected one piece to go, but all three of them at once just that's got that that just sucks. I mean, yeah. I don't really feel that bad for Cubs fans because they're Cubs fans, but like that's that sucks. If it if it happened to my team, it would suck. Yeah. Um, and and I, like also also on top of that, Kimbrel got traded to the White Sox. Just saying. White Sox got the best, the best reliever on the market. So that, that's, you love to see that. Certainly, gave up, gave up practically Dude. nothing. Nikki two strikes, get out of here. Who cares? White Sox are hot. They're, they're the team. Yeah. They're the Chicago baseball team now. They're the they team. Are, to be, they're the they're, team to beat in baseball for sure. Am I wrong? All of baseball. We're gonna go with that. All of baseball, including the next team I'm about to talk about, the Los Angeles Dodgers. First off, yeah. shout out Javi. Absolutely called the trade. Absolutely called yeah. it. I think I yeah. think it was. Um, I, I like I don't know what he's doing, but Max Scherzer and Trey Turner are both Los Angeles Dodgers now. The Nationals are also another team that completely sold their franchise. Like in- insert that Will Smith sold gift. Sold. Yeah, the Will Smith gift of him just looking around the empty house. That's Juan Soto right now. Um, Bang. Yeah, John Lester's gone, Trey Turner, Max Scherzer, Kyle Schwarber, Jan Gomes, all out of here. Uh, Daniel Hudson. Those are yeah. 
a lot of those guys were very pivotal pieces in their World Series team from 2019. So kind of stinks for Nationals fans, too. At least they do have Juan Soto around still. But uh, the Dodgers are looking good. They got their replacement for Trevor Bauer and Max Scherzer, who's yeah. one of the greatest pitchers of all time. And they also got Trey Turner on top of that, who's an incredible shortstop. So yeah. and I, they don't even need a shortstop. He just adds so much versatility. And that's what just scares me about the Dodgers every year is, is they're so versatile. They, like, it doesn't ma- If somebody gets injured, it doesn't matter for them. They, they have the depth. They'll always have the depth. Um, always have the depth. Someone gets injured, a hobby hits the panic button the second yeah. that happens too, which is so hilarious to me. But as fans should. Hey, I'm really looking forward to this week though because Houston is going to LA for the first time with fans since the uh little cheating scandal happened. So yeah. this is I think one of the last fan bases that they completely screwed over and is are really going to hate them that they haven't played in front of yet so i'm hoping we get some antics i'm hoping we get i'm hoping we get some storyline something good a couple inflatable trash cans thrown out on the field like as you naturally should um really hoping we get that it should be a good series i think it it's unfortunately going to be at like 1 a.m these games are going to be happening on the east coast but hey get get in the central time zone dude Hey, Hop in you, Central Time. If you want to stay up, you'll be able to catch some good baseball, I think. So, or just watch it through watch it through Twitter, like I do. But you know, big big series coming up this week. For sure, yeah, it's gonna be that. I'm I'm excited for that because I mean the Astros have been hearing it for ever, from everyone, and um, yeah, they're gonna hear it the most from Dodgers fans for for sure. I, I can't imagine any team any team being worse. Maybe maybe Yankees fans would have been worse, but the Yankees also cheated. But I think the Dodgers also cheated somehow too. So oh, they, <laughs> any team that's good at baseball, you you can assume they cheated at yeah. that time that they were good for you're, sure. You're not just good at baseball. You <laughs> yeah. If you if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's that's those are words to live by right there. The old adage that yeah, yeah. that old saying. A couple other trades happened in baseball. Joey Gallo went to the Yankees. The Yankees got their other left-handed bat on top of Anthony Rizzo. That was a yep. really good trade for the Yankees. Uh, Jose Burrios going to the Blue Jays. The Twins are a dead franchise. I mean, they could not be giving up more. It, they're, they've given the division to the White Sox for the next five years because of that deal. They're saying, we're not winning anytime soon. Just give us prospects. Hopefully that rebuild never ends, too. One one other baseball note before I get into the Mets, which we got to talk about, <laughs> is I think uh, I think the Rockies have to be the dumbest. Maybe not. Maybe maybe the second dumbest because I'm going to talk about the Mets in a second. But maybe yeah. the dumbest franchise in all of baseball. They they decided before the season started. Hey, we're selling our franchise player, Nolan Arenado. He's gone. Fans love him. We're probably going through a rebuild. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Like then they just don't sell any of their assets at the deadline. They did nothing. They they yeah. they held on to Trevor Story, who is not going to resign in Colorado. They're holding on to Charlie Blackman, who's having a down year, but could still get a good return, especially for what players were going for in the trade market this deadline. They held on to oh, Daniel yeah. Bard and John Gray. 
They held on to everyone, and they're a bad baseball team. But they have assets to sell, and they just didn't do it. It doesn't make sense to yeah, me. Yeah, a team that should be selling yeah. to keep, and all these other teams that maybe maybe don't completely go into sell mode yet. They're like, yeah, no, everyone. We're. The, the worst thing to be as not even just a baseball team, just as a franchise, is to be like in limbo and be directionless. They're just a boat at sea right now. They're they're yeah. they're doing nothing. And I would be I would be going crazy if I was a Rockies fan. Also, shout out all our Denver listeners. So, yeah. um, <laughs> sorry sorry to poop let on it, your team let, for let a let second. Us, let us know what you think on that though. Yeah yeah, at, I'm sure they can't disagree with that. That that's right. Are we frustrated? Are we frustrated, Denver fans? Like, yeah, Colorado sports fans. Are, are we frustrated? Maybe tweet us at Unbiased Pod. Let us know. Oh yeah, yeah, us, yeah. Well, plug the know. pod. Let us at, know at Kellen G at uh, J underscore Borger ninety eight. Did I get it right that time? Yeah, yeah, we got it right. I even got my own handle right. All right. Uh, yeah, you haven't gotten it right for a couple weeks, so it's a good thing you got it now. Yeah, no, it's it's gone, but. Oh yeah. I like to see you hydrating there, Josh. Yeah, before it's, it's, <laughs> before we get into the Mets, I do have a question. Yeah. Yank the Yankees after their moves, are they now are they dangerous? They were kind of in a tailspin there. You you worried at all? Am I worried about the Yankees like as a White Sox fan no, am I worried? No, 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 no. Should <laughs> people be worried about the Yankees? Oh. Not, I know you're not worried about anything because you have the wagon of the White Sox. Yeah. But are the Yankees now going to maybe be competitive enough to at least win when they're not supposed to or something like that? Make some noise, disrupt. Can they can they disrupt the playoff picture and everything? The Yankees right now are better than they were before the trade deadline. Absolutely. They're still the fourth best team in that division. They they are the fourth best team in that division, and I mean if Baltimore wasn't such a such a basement dweller, they would be they would be fifth place because (laughs) they and I know I think they're ahead of the Blue Jays right now. I still think the Blue Jays finished ahead of them. I I would not be concerned about the Yankees. They still have too much too many problems with starting pitching, especially I mean just let Garrett Cole only let Garrett Cole use the sticky stuff just to make the Yankees somewhat competitive. Because that guy stinks out loud now too, and they're paying him millions of millions yes. of dollars. He had one good game though after the spider attack thing. Yeah, and then the game against the Rays, he he gave up uh, yeah. eight runs, seven earned. So yeah, he's he's crushing it. Do you miss him in Pittsburgh at all? I still do. be the best pitcher, pitcher there. I don't yeah. know. I yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I do miss him. He was actually a great personality for the city of Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, Crucial, crucial part of the Stanley Cup runs that the Penguins made, too. He had tickets right by the visiting team's bench and just got stupid drunk and taunted them the entire time. I respect that. I like that a lot. That uh, was, I, I, I appreciate Garrett Cole for doing that. Yes. And that's that's honestly my favorite Garrett Cole moment is are those um, moments without baseball in them. So Yeah, that's... That's how it goes for most uh, Pirates players, actually, <laughs> sadly enough. Yep. But uh, from from one New York team in the Yankees to another, uh, we have to talk about the New York Mets and this whole situation with Kumar Rocker, their first-round draft pick, uh, mind you. Uh, they, they drafted him 
I uh, couldn't agree on a dollar amount. And uh, now Kumar Rocker is not going to be a part of the Mets organization. And I just want to read two tweets for you right here. So the first yeah. one is from uh, owner of the New York Mets, Steve Cohen, uh, who okay. I am officially on. That guy is a doofus train. I think he's a bad owner now. Mets fans were way too excited when this guy bought the team because this guy yeah. is a goofball. He said he tweets out education time. Baseball draft picks are worth up to five times their slot value to clubs. I never shy away from investments that can make me that type of return. Just purely business. Um, also, just like weird way to put it. He's he's basically saying I'm not expecting Kumar Rocker to be five times the player. I asked him to I asked him to be or whatever you however you want to word that. It's just it was weird. Why like why draft the guy? Um, and they they. The the MLB draft works very weird in that you can only allot a certain amount of money to like certain amounts of draft picks. Yeah. So they they signed their second round pick under slot in order to make up for the million and a half difference that they knew Kumar Rocker would be asking for, and then they just didn't agree to that at all. So it didn't. There's definitely yeah. miscommunication between the front office and the ownership. And yeah. also Kumar Rocker. Uh, but the other tweet I want to read from you comes from our guy. Frank the Tank. Our, our Frank, Frank the Tank, Frank Fleming, Fleming the GOAT. The, the greatest Mets fan of all time, undisputedly. Yeah. Uh, Kumar, Kumar Rocker will sign with the Braves while going 356-0 and 0 with an ERA of .89 and throw 67 perfect games. Mets are cursed. Just... <laughs> And you know what? Maybe even not an overreaction because I, I just I love him. I love him. It's it just, it's so on brand. He he's perfect. He's a perfect man. That's that's how people think. I mean, dude, that's how we think about art. Like that's just such a natural reaction, and I absolutely love it. And I just can see him like furiously typing out all of those numbers. And how many times do you think he deleted it and made them like bigger? He probably no, started out so many times, so many times, dude. No, that's not enough. <laughs> yeah. It's like this is not gonna prove how much this yeah. will bang over the mother effing Mets. That's uh, <laughs> what? Hey, he did pick another team though. Are you worried about that? I'm a little worried, uh, but it's he's uh, he, his American League team is the Chicago White Sox now. Very proud of that. He's obviously not gonna love them more than the Mets, and I don't even think he's gonna root for them. Like uh, he's just gonna say it's my second team. I, I he's not gonna get mad at White Sox losses or anything. I'll I'll do that. I'll do that, Frank. Don't worry about yep. it. I got that covered. Are you worried about the Fleming curse though? The 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 Fleming curse I don't think exists. <laughs> Whenever he's talking about gambling, he's like, he'll be like, yeah, I just want to bet today. And then, like, he'll lose his next bet, and he'll be like, man, 0-79 for the week. How is this possible? Like, it's, actually, it's actually not possible, Frank. If you're, if you're betting on things that are just, like, like, like minus 110 odds or something like that, it, that which is what he's, he's betting yeah. on. Yeah. So... <laughs> I guess I'm a little concerned about the Fleming curse if it does exist. Uh, I'm just I question its existence to begin with. Okay. I think it, I think it exists. I might question the validity of the Fleming curse. But yeah. 
I believe it does exist. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's got to exist in some. That's my. That is my fashion. That's my yeah. I mean, the yeah, the dude's a Nets fan, a Devils fan, a Dolphins fan, and a Mets fan. Hasn't been great for him historically speaking. So uh, there is that. But I, I, one more thing I want to touch on with Kumar Rocker is it just stinks for that kid too. Yeah, that that really stinks because he he can't oh, yeah. he can't play for an organization for a year. I think he has the choice to go back to college, but he's choosing against that. So yeah, it gives him a year to get healthy if if his arm really was messed up, which is a might be a blessing in disguise. But he doesn't have that year to develop under an organization, use all their assets. He's still going to be a high draft pick next year because he's just got an electric arm. And yeah. Thing that Josh would say, uh, but. Yeah, it's uh, it, it stinks for him. I, I do feel bad for him. Uh, it, it, it's just like it's kind of I, I think uh, baseball needs to get to the point where you can trade draft picks because of situations like this. So, yeah. Um, I think eventually they'll, they'll get there. But as we know, baseball changes at a snail's pace. Yes. All right. So, uh, Josh, let's um, let's jump into hockey right here. How about? How's that yeah. sound for you? Yeah, we can do that. Uh, busy, busy, busy week in hockey again. Yeah. As, as with the MLB and the uh, NBA as well, very busy, very busy. We have free agency open. Um, lots of moves happened. Alex Ovechkin got re-signed by the Capitals. No surprise there. I believe Landeskog did come to terms with. Uh, I don't know the details, but with Colorado, so he's staying. Don't worry about that. Goalies were moving everywhere except to Pittsburgh. And <laughs> mm, I hate Vegas. I really hate the Vegas Golden Knights. They stabbed my sweet, sweet prince, Marc-Andre Fleury, in the back and then shipped him to Chicago and not Pittsburgh. And it makes me sad. Makes me very sad. I thought for sure Flurry would only ever wear black and gold, but apparently he's wearing a very offensive red with a very <laughs> offensive logo on it now. Um, chill, chill. That's just it. It hurts me. It physically pains me to see my goaltending situation and see all these other goalies move around. And Tristan Jari is still the goalie of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I haven't even seen any training videos of him. So his glove hand probably still sucks. Um, (laughs) But the flurry situation. I I don't even like Vegas. We were talking about stupid franchises. Vegas is kind of dumb. They just they literally just traded a Vesna winning goaltender. For absolutely no reason other than, okay, they signed him to a lot of money. They traded the face of their franchise. And a guy coming off of a Vesna trophy for the yeah. best goaltender in the NHL, for those of you who don't know. I can't come up with a reason as to why, if you're Vegas, you would make this move. He is the face of your franchise. Also, you built the they, franchise around him. They, like, they, got, they got nothing in return, too. Yeah. They when, when, the, when the trade was first reported, it was literally just Vegas sends Flurry to Chicago yeah, for, um, and got got nothing. But um, they ended up getting like some forward that stinks. But um, yeah, I'm eager that actually uh, fun fact about him. He's friends with Aaron or knew Aaron because he played in Muskegon 
over here. Nice. Uh, for the Lumberjacks for a few years. But, like, I just don't – I can't wrap my brain around why that works, and I can't wrap my brain around why the Pittsburgh Penguins didn't – I didn't even hear a story that we were in the mix is what just blows my mind about it. And I'll guess we'll probably talk about Chicago because he actually went there. We don't need to talk about Pittsburgh that much. But, like, we just lost the Brandon Tanev contract that was our biggest contract or one of our biggest, like, uh, cap hits over the years. And I'm pretty sure we could have brought – pretty sure we could have brought Flurry, and we needed a goaltender. He could have been a very, very good fit with Pittsburgh for what we need. Um doesn't need to play every single game this late in his career, but show up when the moment's right in the playoffs. And hey, guess what? We're actually would probably start you and we wouldn't start a backup goalie over you, Flurry. But which I'm assuming Chicago is going to do, too. So Chicago got their goalie. That gives them stability at, at a position they had absolutely zero stability at. Um, well, I mean, Lincoln is not bad. He's not he, he's like a one B sort of goalie. Not, yeah, certainly not, not like a two goalie, but. He's not a um, majority of the, you know. Yeah, he's and not that, a stage in his career yet where he can play the majority of the games. Overworked. Yeah. I lo- like I, I yeah I love that role for him. Um, it, it is like, this is weird because like I yeah you were saying like oh, I don't need to talk about the Penguins so much but like actually I kind of do because this is like a weird one that. Like it totally affects both of our teams greatly because that's like that's one of your favorite players of all time, one of your favorite athletes ever. I'm gonna I'll I'll, tr- I'll tread I'll try to tread lightly. I don't know what you would do in this situation, but um I'll try to I'll I'll try my best. I want to know like boundaries wise, like where we are, Josh. Josh, uh, am I allowed to like purchase like flurry Blackhawks gear? Am I allowed to do that, or is that don't wear it around me. It'll just make me. It'll hurt. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Still, See, but like, I, to me, the point of like purchasing it would be to wear it around you. So I don't really get the point I'll of that. I'll let you do it because <laughs> I'm gonna do far worse to you. So whatever you do, I'll probably end up doing far worse, even if you wouldn't wouldn't do it at some point I, in our lives. Um, I just and, and like to me, it, it is kind of cool for. Now I'm about to not tread lightly, but it is, it is cool for Flurry. You know, he gets to play with, you know, Patrick Kane, probably the most talented player he's ever going to play with his entire career. <laughs> You're an idiot. You're so stupid. <laughs> I, I had that one prepared for like three days now. So, yeah, um, or yeah. not days. It's been like You're going to win a gold medal with him too? No, 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 no. But, um, yeah, it's just, I'm, as a Blackhawks fan, I'm, I'm ecstatic because it, that's a Hall of Fame goalie, one of the greatest goalies of all time. And it's absolutely a position the Blackhawks needed to fill. Flurry's literally never been on a bad team in his career, except maybe like his first two. I don't know. Remember, the first I don't know. Like four years of his career in Pittsburgh, but other than yeah. that, but like yeah, he's been on three Cup so, teams. He's been he's so been a pipeline that you're getting Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin and everything. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like I mean the the dude is like he's a winner and he's gonna bring winning to wherever he goes. I don't like. Yeah, I'm feeling good about the Blackhawks. I'm actually excited for a Blackhawks season for the for the first time in a couple of years now. They're gonna so. they're gonna make the playoffs. Don't yeah. I don't I just the Blackhawks aren't gonna be a Stanley Cup contending team. No, I, no, but we need to at least get back to the playoffs. They will be in the playoffs again. Maybe I it's way too early to say this, but maybe one around. Um, don't know what the rest of it's gonna look like, but I think Flurry like Flurry he's the type of goalie that can steal a series. 
but you need a lot more to win a Stanley Cup. The Hawks don't have the depth yet. That's that's what they're really missing. Because, I mean, they got top-line guys at this point. It's just, yeah, they just got to add depth. But uh, that's that's Marc-Andre Fleury for you. You got any other notes on that before we uh, move on to maybe, like, Grubauer or something like that? that? Yeah, I don't really have many many more notes on that. Like I said, the goalies were moving absolutely everywhere. Uh, Toronto got... They they got Robbie Anderson and brought in Mrazek, I believe, um, to be the tandem with Jack Campbell. And yeah, we can talk about Grubauer as well. Um, are are the Kraken screwed? Is that are they screwed? See, just- I don't know. Like I'm sitting here, the Kraken completely take the opposite. Um, approach that Vegas did in the expansion. Like, the Kraken kind of went, like, we're going to just build a franchise. And Vegas was like, we're going to steal a franchise. And now the Kraken don't really have great goaltending or anything. And like we've reiterated a bunch on this podcast, you need great goaltending to do anything. And I don't like I'm not going to say they're screwed because I'd like to see them play together first. And they do some of these young goalies. Uh, what's his Dreger? I think he can be I think he can be a good goalie. He played really, really well against the Lightning in the playoffs. And this year, like as and this is his first playoff experience. So I think he can be really, really good. But I do. I don't understand. I'm not really sure what's going on in that franchise already, but so can like Grubauer is not on the Kraken right now. Can he still sign with them? I think I think so. So maybe they still got to figure out some some contract stuff there. But I the the NHL declined uh, Grubauer's contract with the Kraken because it was too front loaded or not front loaded enough. It was yeah. It, there it didn't meet their standards for a contract basically so it, it's um it's it's weird because we we were really getting on them for not taking a goal like one of the goalies that they seemingly should have taken from all the guys that were available in the expansion yeah, draft especially mean, especially Carey Price but he's a, he's a finalist for the Vesna too yeah uh, I don't know. I think I think technically they might still be able to because he is still a UFA um, as of right now. But we'll we'll see what happens there. Like the goaltending market's absolutely crazy right now, and I we could probably do a, an entire podcast just on the goaltending moves in hockey that have happened. But you could you could. I don't know about we. One hundred percent could, but that that's not this show. Um, you're not that guy. And you're not that guy. guy. Are you? Yes, absolutely. But I did see, I did see a rumor on Reddit. (laughs) So I'm really, I'm really stretching for this one. Let's go. Love it. Love the John Gibson to Pittsburgh. (laughs) Okay. Huge move. Pittsburgh boy coming home. Pretty good goaltender. Pretty, pretty good goaltender. Good tendy. 
I would like it. It would be a nice move. He's got Steelers logos on the side of his helmet for Anaheim. So all I'm saying is Pittsburgh boy coming home. Maybe I saw it on I saw it on Reddit. It's 100 percent just a story because he's from Pittsburgh. They're like, oh, they're going to try and get him. But no, you, you didn't see it on Reddit. You heard it here first. You heard it yeah. here first. You did hear it here first. I'm confirming it. This yeah. is the confirmed tweet right now. Confirmed. Yeah. Gibson. We, we'll we'll tweet it out from from our he, account just to it is get, yeah he's coming home and I think I mean there's just there's so much that's that's happened in every single sport I think those are probably just the biggest notes in hockey that we really need to talk about um the flurry thing was bananas because there was like him retiring possibly and all that didn't know what was going on he's gonna play we'll see what happens I'm just excited like. Again, I'm trying. I'm trying very hard, and with the Penguins, it's a lot easier for me to do this with than it is with like the Steelers. But I'm trying just not to react until we start playing games. My overreactions are going to be channeled into the Steelers. Is why it's easy for me to do this because I'm going to just be freaking out about the Steelers while the Penguins are going to training camp and everything. So like, I'm just I'm going to try and stay calm. I'm going to see what we build. I haven't been too fond of the approach of doing absolutely nothing. But we got Jamie McGinn, who maybe helped fill it up the role. Yes, Kellen. Uh, I you just what what you were saying just made me think of this question. Who are you a bigger fan of, the Penguins or the Steelers? Say, th- this is such a hard question to answer. I'm going to do my best to answer it in a way it's that makes like, sense. Yeah, I, it's like White Sox and Bears for me. I say I'm a bigger Penguins fan because hockey is my sport. I am crazier about the Steelers because it, every game matters so much for football that I need to put everything. I, I need to put everything I have into every <laughs> I must. Game. Like, so I think I go a lot crazier and I'm a lot more emotional overall about the Steelers because everything just is magnified so much. But I would say, like, the Penguins are probably, like, I don't know. That's the team. Like I can list, I'll list you the entire roster. I'll like, I know a lot more. I'm a lot more nerdy, I guess, about the Penguins than, than the Steelers, but it, it's yeah. so hard to choose. It's like choosing which kid's your favorite, honestly. Yeah. Um, and like at the end of the day, we all have our favorite kids. Like I, I know that I'm certainly the favorite kid in my family and I know you're probably like third place in yours. No, yeah. you're probably solid fourth place. You might actually be fifth place. Like you might, you might. Are you in dead last? Actually, not a chance. I'm in dead last. Okay, but you're not. You, I don't think you're on the podium. That's the thing. Know. I might be. Okay. I've been around that much, so I might be. <laughs> it's it's tough. It's tough. I I got. I don't know. I don't know the Borger family dynamics as good as my own family, unfortunately. But uh, one one day I'll learn. But do you got you got yeah any other uh, hockey notes there? Or do you want to move on to the NBA? I think we can. I think we can head to the. Oh, actually, I kind of have a. I do have one hockey note. I saw this very interesting clickbait article that they're making a. They're gonna make. They're making a movie. Um, that's gonna highlight the experiences black hockey players have, or a documentary that's gonna shed light on the experiences of black hockey players. And LeBron James and Drake are producing this documentary. Well, Drake is Canadian, right? Yes, but does it not confuse you in the slightest that there's not even like 
a hockey anything at, at, attached to this? Well, I like, mean, I I don't I don't know, like, cause if if LeBron is like a producer, he obviously has way more money than any hockey player ever. So uh, it depends on like the production level that's going to be behind it, I guess. I I, I don't know. I would have I would have uh, I would have rather seen like a Dustin Bufflin certainly. I I love that man. Like I would just think that you would bring someone in because there have been quite a few hockey players that have been. Well, for the documentary, they're they're going to bring the guys in for the actual documentary. I understand that, but like to co-produce, I feel like you should like have. Oh, and we're gonna like it's going to be LeBron James like funding it, and then we're gonna really go with whatever. But see, for for me, like I've been not to brag, but I have been watching a lot of Entourage lately. Just not to brag, but um, I definitely understand the movie industry. Uh, better than everyone else on the planet so i think there it's just i think it's just a money thing it, i think it has to be a money thing at that point so uh i i don't i don't really know what what else it would be because i don't think lebron is the biggest hockey fan ever i i can't it's, imagine that being the case that's really where i was confused um i do kind of also we're gonna get in the nba because we're talking about lebron but we're also talking about movies I think we should start picking out the movies that are ranked the worst by Rotten Tomatoes and watching them and doing our own ranking of terrible movies. I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. We can start doing some some bad movie reviews. Yes, we need we're going to pick if you know any terrible movies that you think we should watch, like, please let us know. We will watch all the terrible movies and we will we're going to rate them. We're going to give you our honest, unbiased opinions on that. But we can talk about LeBron James because, shockingly, shockingly, NBA free agency and everything opened up. And in an astonishing turn of events, LeBron James is trying to build a super team because he got knocked out. And he's recruiting absolutely everybody. So who would have thought? And he doesn't even he doesn't even have Bugs Bunny to keep him in check this time. Who would have thought? Not me. Did you see this coming, Kellen? Did you see him going out and recruiting a bunch of good players to make a kind of team? <laughs> I, I okay. I definitely saw it coming. I didn't see Russell Westbrook heading to the Lakers coming. I did not see that happening. That was, I, that was crazy. All they had to do, do is give up Kyle Kuzma, who stinks, and that's yeah. the guy that they pinned everything on the last three years. So. It, I mean, Kuzma has to be happy. I mean, he's not happy to leave L.A. because he loves the L.A. lifestyle. But he has to be happy to just not be the scapegoat of an entire franchise anymore. So that's got to be nice for him. Westbrook's going to L.A. (laughs) I don't know if it's a good fit. Uh, It's going to be – I like Russell Westbrook, too. It's going to be interesting. That's the only way I know how to describe it. Until I actually see them play together – I won't. I will have no idea how to describe what we're See, gonna that's, watch. That's what I was kind of wondering too, and like I've heard a lot of people talking about that. It's just like how, it, it like okay, yes, he's an amazing basketball player. How does that fit? Like, yeah, it's it's two guys who absolutely love padding their stats too. And yeah, James and Russell Westbrook. So it, it's like a. Yeah, there, there's only one ball um, kind of situation. We'll we'll see. I I don't consider either of them a ball hog, but 
I definitely do consider both of them attention hogs. Um, And that's going to be interesting seeing them share the spotlight. LeBron's obviously a bigger superstar, but don't tell Russ that because he will not accept that fact at all. No, I totally agree with that. Yeah, but they've formed their own super team again. Um, I guess like one top five player in the league with LeBron James wasn't enough in Anthony Davis. So yeah. they had to add, you know, another top 20 player. Just, win with that. I mean, it's the same old storyline. They made fun of it in Space Jam, and I thought they were just going to like leave it at that and maybe just stop doing that, LeBron. Just stop yeah. it, knock it off. But he didn't listen. And uh, now we have to – It's gonna. it'll make for some fun storylines. I really hope it implodes. Truly, I hope but- that happens. Which team's more likely to implode? Uh, the Nets super team or the Lakers super team? Uh, I would say the Nets because I think it already is. I, I, Kyrie is such a head case. And I, I don't know. I, Kyrie might. I, he could he could retire at any point And I would not yeah. be surprised. And it, it's it's crazy that you have a team with. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden, and Kevin Durant is the tame one. It's yeah, that doesn't that doesn't add up. Like one one like, of those is not like the other. Yeah, like Le- LeBron is annoying, and I hate the guy, and I'll always hate him. But he's yeah. he he's he's keeps himself together off the court. He doesn't have problems outside there or anything. It's just his press conferences are terrible, and I hate everything that he says ever. Yeah. But and Anthony Davis, I mean the dude's freaking white bread that dude does nothing he's russell yeah. wilson of basketball so um who cares yeah westbrook westbrook combining with lebron will add an interesting dynamic though certainly and i'm i'm very intrigued i'm very intrigued yeah. uh in a, another nba no, news we had an nba draft as well yes uh cade cunningham taking number one overall obviously i I I bring this up. It's the the NBA draft wasn't that significant. I mean, I don't I I didn't even really pay that close of attention to it. Um, it was not a lot of surprises happened there. But the only reason I bring that up is I'm getting so sick of people on Twitter like with the with, with just like oh man, Cade Cunningham going to the Pistons, career's already over. Like that that picture where you see that super nice car in the garage. Yes the crappiest house and it's gonna be like Cade Cunningham on on the Pistons I'm like no d- well first off I hate the Pistons I I hate them as so this Absolutely. you know this is coming unbiased but like no duh the Pistons have the number one pick for a reason because yeah. they're a poverty franchise they're terrible that's how this works people that's how this works every single yeah. year Don't. that's why that's why they have the number one pick it's like and, and it, it goes like it goes the other way around too. Like when, for example, Lamar Jackson, when he was drafted by the Ravens, 32 overall, they're like, wow, man, all these teams missed out on Lamar Jackson because, you know, he's having the best rookie year of all these quarterbacks that were drafted. Like, no, duh, he was drafted the latest out of all these quarterbacks. That's why he's yeah. the, he's on the best team. That's yeah. how this works. Like, yeah. People don't understand how people, like, like how these teams got in the position to be drafting where they are. It just doesn't like I don't I don't understand how people can't figure out how a draft works, but that is what it is, I guess. Like, it's just something that's been. It just drives me crazy every year I see oh, it. And it's I'm so funny. Bring it up. I'm it's brave so enough to bring it up. Yeah. 
Also, the Bulls got Io DeSumo, Chicago kid. I mean, yeah, Illinois kid. It's it's literally a slid in the draft. I don't know for what. First off, Io DeSumo, best player in college basketball, maybe college basketball history, right after D Brown. I don't know, but uh, Bulls are dangerous. We'll head to free agency since we're talking about the Bulls. Bulls also got Lonzo Ball. Bulls also got Alex Caruso, the Caruso, two best point guards. I mean, I I, I hate I hate Alex Caruso. I I, I hated him on Elmer. the Lakers. It's straight up Elmer Fudd, that dude. It's um, but I love him now that he's on the Bulls. I just I never liked him because he would always go from like a meme to oh this player is actually good, and it's like yeah. no he's actually not good so he's a meme again, and then just. It just drove drove me crazy, but it's the, the bald bat. man. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna look. Sorry, you cut out. Are you good? Are the Bulls back? Are the Bulls back? Uh, yeah. Is that even a question? Like, or was that a sincere question? That was just for the people that might not know. Yeah. I was going to give you a chance to remind the people where the Bulls are at on their Appreciate meter. It. We both know, but like, one hundred percent back. Currently, one hundred percent back. And you know, Arturis, he's still, he's still, um, he's still bobbing, weaving, still making some trades. He's wheeling, dealing out here. He's gonna do his thing. Bulls are already one hundred percent back. They might, by the end of this, they might be one hundred twenty percent back. Who even knows? Oh Who knows? wow, that's yeah. that's a lot. Back. Yeah, very incredibly big, back. Big time back. Yeah, you got two other NBA notes I want to talk about, um, or I guess three. I'll just drop this one in real quick. Mellow might go to the Lakers. Banana Boat Gang getting back together. Going to be fun for LeBron there. Uh, but uh, Kyle Lowry, he's going to the Miami Heat. That's a, that's your guy. That's a Toronto guy right there. Uh, the Heat are just – they're acquiring players who are going to be good together but just are not quite good enough to make it out of the Eastern Conference Finals or whatever yeah. they're trying to do. They're, it's just not quite good enough. They're still working on the extension with Butler, correct? Nothing. They haven't. They have an extension with Butler in place. Sure. It's all right. Last I last I saw, they were working on it. I didn't know if that was had been finalized, but I don't know, man. Woj bombs, man. Those yeah. Woj bombs were being dropped. It was like. Yeah. It was like World War II all over again with the Woj bombs. It was unreal. Uh, love to see it. Is I could I could have made that even more offensive. Yeah, I, just, I know you could have, but could have could have gone much worse than just World War II. Something that happened 80 years ago at this point. Thank you very much. Last NBA note: Chris Paul resigns with the Suns. I don't think the Suns realize that Chris Paul is 36 years old and has never. He's never stayed healthy the last 10 yeah. years of his career because <laughs> he signed a four-year contract. Never stayed healthy, never won. Um, do you need any other reasons like to not I'm, give him four years? I get I get after you know the playoff run that he just went on and season he had, okay, maybe one, maybe two, maybe two's pushing it even, <laughs> especially when – the Suns are trying to build a – they're a young, fun team. That's their identity. And a 36-year-old for four years just seems a little bit steep. And I don't know how easy that contract's going to be to unload when it goes south in a couple of years. But, yeah. 
Yeah, he he's obviously important, and um, he he was their second best player this whole season. Maybe arguably, I mean, yeah, he's he's one of the most their most important players too all year. But the dude doesn't stay healthy, and he's 36. He's on the back end of his career. I don't. I, I it's a lot of money. It's it's a lot of money to end up for a long amount of time for a 36 yeah. year old. He's gonna be playing until he's 40. So he's always. I mean, it's always a tough time for any any franchise, any team, any player when they get to that age is you don't know how to handle it because, I mean, you see it in every sport, like excluding like, you know, Tom Brady and everything. But you see it where these guys are at the end of their careers. They're like, oh, they're out of their prime. And then they go to another team or whatever, and they have great years and they squeeze out like whatever. They find a new role and they play amazing. But like. Yeah. Oh, that just seems with the identity that the Suns are trying to build, it just seems a little weird to me. Um, and and also, yeah, I I think he kind of fit the identity, just like you need a vet on a yeah. young exciting well, yeah, team, yeah, and he's a great be. vet to have. But for for me, like what you were saying is like, yeah, you see those players switch teams and like have a good like they last know. quarter of yeah. their career, but typically those aren't players with a history of hamstring injuries like Chris yeah. Paul has. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is that is a good point, but it's just I don't know. Four four years seems so steep. That's at that at that time that's that's a that's a big contract. So with the with the way he performed in the playoffs, they might not have had a choice because you obviously need the guy there, and yeah. um, he was going to be sought after by other teams too. So it, granted, he was a restricted free agent, but you know he still could have you know yeah. declined an offer and gone somewhere else so um yeah what would have been interesting to see it play out any other way but uh yeah chris paul gonna be on the suns four more years until maybe he dies which could be in yeah, four years you know. that dude is old as rocks be clean up the bone by the uh fourth year yeah that i can't i like i'll donate my hamstring to him just to yeah and mine aren't great either i'll put that out there but they're better than his Certainly, it's not hard to do. Yeah, um, I mean that's hey, that that's the NBA for you. You got any other NBA notes? Kawhi is not staying with the Clippers. Well, so. he, he's working on a new contract with the Clippers, but that's in quotes because he's obviously signing with the Chicago Bulls. Right. So yes, that's that's what I was getting at is that he is he's going to Chicago. So yeah. I think that's. That, that I think that wraps up our NBA talk really real quick. It, we would be stupid not to mention what's happening this week. NFL football's back. Um, couple absolute legends of the game are being inducted into the Hall of Fame this weekend. Troy Palamalu, Bill Carr, Carr Parr, unbelievable. I heard rumors. I heard rumors. Cower might get to call one play. They might let Cower call a play on Thursday night when the Steelers play the Cowboys in the Hall of Fame game. And that will be the greatest moment of my life is if Cower calls one play. Just just if he's on the sideline, give him a headset. If he's if he wears a starter jacket, I'm going to lose my mind if he wears a starter jacket and starts spitting. But like just give him just give him one play. Give him one play. Let him let him call something for Ben. Just 
it would just be so classic. It would be a great way to go out. It would everyone would love it. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a major explosion this weekend. The Steelers are stealing the show. We are taking the show at the Hall of Fame. Like we have the two biggest names, really. Yeah, yeah. So okay. it, it's it's gonna you be the Steelers. Sta- you gonna stand by that over Peyton Manning? It's gonna be the Steelers show. It's gonna be the Steelers show. Troy oh, yeah. Paul. How how did how did Peyton Manning do against uh, Bill Cowher? Freaking Palalamu, man. That dude, d- dude did, bounces his little ass over to the C-gap all the time. How did, I mean, gosh. I, how did Peyton Manning, how did he do? I don't know. I, I vaguely remember him having a chance to win a game and, like, that he didn't get enough yardage for his field goal kicker. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. Kickers aren't people, dude. I mean, like, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm still team Steelers in that whole situation, but... <laughs> Peyton Manning hates that kicker more than life, oh. more than more than anything in his life. I mean, it it it, it is it, it's unreal that that's like one of the greatest rivalries in Colts history is between Peyton Manning and their own oh, kicker. one hundred percent. Isn't he the guy that said all, all the fans on one side of the stadium blew when I kicked it? it just, I think so. It might have been, but yeah. Hey, okay, yeah, whatever. Congrats, Peyton Manning. Like, cool, you're getting <laughs> congrats, dude. We have Sick, the, dude. we have the franchise, man. So, That's sick, dude. You look the franchise of the week. Um. <laughs> okay. I I remember you, <laughs> one week we we were doing our segments I and could, you were like, should we move on to fr- should we move on to franchise of the week? I'm like, Josh, we have never once I did. I tried to do like team of the week or franchise of the week like three times in a row, but <laughs> dude, hey, we don't do I, that. I kind of slip in there, but no, like it, it's all about the Steelers. Let's go. We're back. Football back. This this was the last like week we're gonna go without football on until February. Just yeah. how good does that feel? Football feels great. Football is here. It's here to stay. It's here mm-hmm. to be loved by us. It's here to be hated by us. It's here to be cried over. It's here to be cheered upon. I'm I'm amped. I'm fired up. I'm all getting right. ready. I'm like, ready. I'll- all ready. that's that's really all that's happening. In the NFL, Aaron Rodgers didn't retire. He is staying in Green Bay. Like that's the only other news that's really around. Don't even need to talk about it because no one does care. Um, sure. So, sh- shall we move on, Kellen? Would you like? Uh, yeah, I, I, I just have a couple. They're like general sports notes, and then we'll yeah. uh, move on to our, our questions, and then we'll go start them, sit them in segments. Uh, but Simone Biles is. Going to participate in the balance beam, the goat uh, gymnast, which is very exciting. I I think it's like I I hate everything that I've been seeing on Twitter regarding Simone Biles, and it's not people like saying she's a coward or anything. It's everyone yeah. who's saying that people are saying that because I haven't seen a single tweet about that. If like she's dealing with like some some mental Our- stuff. Perfectly fine. It's just such a straw man argument. Everyone's making like, oh, all these people saying Simone Biles is being made fun of. These people are losers who are making fun of her. Yeah, if there were people doing that, they would definitely be losers. I haven't seen a single person do that. I haven't seen a lot. I I really haven't seen a ton. I I did hear a couple people when it first when the news first came out, people were like kind of making fun of her. But then like it just never really 
popular. I think people we were all just expecting it to be a lot bigger of a story than it was. And people were more understanding than we thought they would be. So, yeah, that was that was huge news. She is going to compete. She's going to crush it. Um, She is the goat. She's the best. I saw like one one tweet that I thought like really summarized like probably what she's going through right now really nicely. It was from Tate Frazier, who's the host of Good College Basketball Podcast, um, one of, one of my favorites. But um, he said uh, it's nice to have Michael Phelps there to vouch for the toll greatness takes mentally, and it's a conversation we don't have enough in all of our major sports. When the only validation is winning, then you're already playing a losing game. Just like. It's it's such a good point because you you either for Simone Biles it's either you get gold or like you failed and that's how pretty much all the fans like view it it's just it's unreal to you know get to the point where you are where people consider you yeah. like the greatest of all time at what you do and just like. It, that's so much pressure. It's it's unreal, and that's like I think I think that's what she felt a little bit of. I, I can't like obviously speak oh, for I mean, her, but yeah. it's just it's crazy. Like I mean, what those people, what what a lot of these athletes go through mentally, like people don't understand oh. all the time. Yeah, it, it's absolutely crazy. Um, and it, yeah, you shouldn't. There's other options other than winning. That being said, the women's soccer team absolutely. They they crapped the bed this year. They sucked. Are, are they you going to apologize? They were flat out terrible. They were horrible. Are you going to apologize? Just, why am I apologizing? Because my Canadian squad won and knocked them out? No, yeah. I'm not apologizing. See, see, now you're claiming Canada. I knew you would do that. <laughs> no, I'm not what? apologizing. You're such a fair weather Olympian fan. Oh don't, my look, don't look three inches to the left where my Alex Morgan t-shirt's laying. But yeah. yeah. Um no. No, it was disappointing. They didn't play well at all throughout the tournament. I watched a couple of the games. I woke up for them. Even when they won, they were dude, they were offsides so much. I'm pretty sure they're going to be offside trying to take the plane back. Like they're they're so bad. They're And they they were in a weird mix. I'll give them that it was it it was a weird mix of they got a lot of older players and a lot of young stars and they just didn't really ever put a team together. They were moving, tinkering with the lineup way too much. Carly Lloyd, gotta love her. She's the reason we've won so much in the past. Just doesn't really have it anymore. Um, she's there just because of her name and her leadership, but like they can't play the same minutes. They can't play the same quality minutes. Goaltending can be an issue at times. The defense just, it, it just all together wasn't crisp, wasn't clean. It wasn't the United States soccer that we're used to seeing. And yeah, they lost. They lost to Canada today, so they're gonna play. They'll play Australia for bronze. They can still medal and not be complete disappointments to their country. But <laughs> dude, um, we just had. We just talked about Simone Biles, right? We just <laughs> we just went through this, Josh. I know. <laughs> be total that, disappointments. <laughs> that's why I said that. But no, it, I mean, it's the first time Rapino's ever lost to Canada, so she's like, that's a bitter pill to swallow. So. I did like that I could I knew that it would annoy everyone as soon as I just start dropping oh Canada one I'm happy <laughs> yeah yeah I it did sucked um but whatever Christine Sinclair you're my girl now Alex Morgan never heard of her um, whoa, whoa whoa that's that's 
Smile, smile 10 years later. of commitment down the drain right there. Smile later, we're uh, we're going to win gold this year. So, <laughs> Unreal. The ultimate fair weather fan, this guy right here. On freaking believable. But, uh, hey, that's... You're for Sweden? No, oh, I can't. I'm just saying, like... You... I am. Oh, and I knew I would get a reaction out of you if I did it. So I did we, make... We've had, we've had arguments over... <laughs> Over, over uh, Alex Morgan. Yes. Like, oh, no, 100. Who gets, who gets to marry her? And I, but she's taken. But, yeah, she's still she's still big. Uh, but that's uh, that's our our sports, uh, you know, general stuff for you. You want to move on to some questions and then segments? Yeah, I would love for you to ask me a couple questions here. Okay. So, um, so you remember how, like, I've been going to the gym? Like, you went to the gym. Yeah, like how I go to the gym now. Like, I do remember how you told me that you went to the gym. <laughs> yeah, but like you remember how I'm doing that? So you went, you did go to the gym. I went to the gym today, yeah. And okay. I've been going the whole last week. Do you remember how I've been doing that? I remember how you went to the gym, yeah. Okay, yeah. That was my first question for you. I just want to make sure you remember that I do that now. So uh, I, think that's, I think that's pretty cool. My next question for you, and this is not... I had this question prepared before uh, your weekend. I'm just saying, but um, what drink will you never drink again? Oh, I don't actually. Oh, I, sorry. Uh, cranberry Smirnoff. Cranberry Smirnoff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mine, mine, mine is um, Captain Morgan uh, Cannonball. Okay. You, you ever had that? I've not. You ever had an entire bottle of it in one sitting? And no. also nine beers. No. So that's what I did. That's yeah. That one's not happening again. Um, my next question for you is, uh, what do you think the most underrated TV show is? That's current, like, of all time? Yeah, I mean, just in, in, your, uh, in your humble opinion. I don't think that 70s show gets enough love, personally. Okay. I also don't think, I also really don't think Psych gets enough love either. Definitely not enough love, yeah, for Psych. That one's criminally underrated. Yes. Those are two that come to mind. I don't... I'll tell tell you two that I have uh, that I thought of. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, yes, that's a very good one. People today don't know Malcolm in the Middle, and that is such a good show. Very good one, yep. Uh, And my other one is Letterkenny, dude. Oh, that's a very underrated show. It's starting... I'm, I don't know. It's starting to pick up, though. A lot of people. Yeah. Are, now that Hulu picked it up and everything, yeah. it's it's taken off. But uh, I saw. OK, so I was like, I, I've been watching Letterkenny again recently. And um, see, I looked up uh, Rosie, you know, Rosie from Letterkenny. Yeah. I, I looked her up because I was just like, I, I want to marry her. She's literally perfect. Uh, but I, I like when I when, when I did like a Google search for is just like the most letter Kenny actor sort of thing is you that you have no idea how old this, this lady is. Yep. Oh yeah. There was <laughs> they, they just keep it private. And I'm like, that's so there was on brand for that TV show. That happened too, where they just didn't have the age when I tried to look up an actor, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, Ted Lasso is also pretty, it's starting to come out. That's pretty underrated, but it is starting to take over. That one's that one's taken off a lot. People are really confident. Season, season one, big time underrated. It's now picking up steam. It's going. It's a good one. Um, I do have a question for you. 
Okay. Did you watch that video clip I sent you of Family Guy? Wait, um, yes. Yes, that made me think of you. When Lois is leaving and Peter's like, hey, can you write down the name of that AT&T, the like cute girl in the AT&T commercial? Um, and then she's like, whatever. She's like, I made your list of all of the attractive women in in commercials. And that made me think of Kellen. Almost like uh, there there's a lot of, you know, you could you could watch a lot of TV. And I don't know if you'll find a clip that better describes me than that clip that you showed yeah. me right there. It's like, one of that's. I was like, that's this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like, I stopped it. I had to rewind. I was like, this. I have to share this with Kellen. It's too good. And the fact that it was like, of all the TV commercial girls, it was Lily. It was Lily. I'm like, that's number one. She's yeah. one one right there too. Unreal. So yeah, that was that was a great clip right there. That was very on brand. Uh, do you got any other questions for me, or, or do you want to move on to Stardom Sidem? I do. Uh, random question generator. Where's your favorite place to shop? Uh, Chick Fil A, definitely. It's not even close. I went there again today. Nice. Uh, might go. Before what time is it now? Might go there again after reporting. No, I won't have time, but it's okay. But yeah, Chick Fil A, favorite oh. place to shop. Sure. Um, not not even really a close second, probably on that list. What about you? Probably Amazon. Amazon. Okay. So basic. You're so white. You're supporting Jeff Bezos. This is so this is so un-Gucci of you. What are you supporting, Kellen? <laughs> wait, okay, wait, wait, wait. Hey, 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 hey. Enough with the smart questions there, Josh, okay? I'm... Yeah. <laughs> you walked right in. You walked blindly into that one. <laughs> that was, yeah. I support. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Hey, you see Jeff Bezos is a is it Bezos or Bezos? I always say it wrong. Bezos. What? I believe Bezos. Bezos. Bay. He's so bay. Um, but uh, he's an astronaut. That's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. Somebody else paid like a trillion dollars to also become an astronaut, but that's whatever. Uh, you got any other questions, or you want to pop it to start him, sit him? We'll go start him, sit him. Hit okay. Topic. So the start him, sit him. This week is going to be uh, Stardom Sidem, uh, Things People Do After a Breakup. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think this is going to be... You're the expert here. I'm the expert? Yeah. I've never Am broke. I? I've never had a breakup. Ne- you've never, like, dated anyone? Oh. Oh, I, th- I, I, I thought you had. I didn't know. I've dated somebody. What? Don't you think you would have noticed if I was dating somebody at some point? No, I don't think I would have. That's the thing. Is I, I don't notice that stuff. Okay. Maybe, maybe I would have. You'll have to let you'll have to let me know when it happens. Okay. Things people do after a breakup. Uh, yeah. So first one, dye your hair. I'm gonna start it. That's so funny. <laughs> it's funny to like it's identify so those people. It's like, oh, they yeah, so they're going Like, it's great though when I'm just like. You should probably dye your hair. And then they're like, yeah, I definitely need to dye my hair. And then she dyes her hair. Um, it's hilarious when you can get your friends to dye their hair after a breakup. <laughs> so you, okay, nice. You sound like a great guy. I, I should I should bleach my hair. I've been you thinking. Should, no, that. I definitely think you should bleach your hair. It would look so I, good. <laughs> I see the, the problem is like, 
When you did that, I thought you were being serious for a second. So, like, I see why you trick people. Think in the it's, most unironic way possible. I think it would be amazing. It's, it's literally like, like me and Clarice when we play basketball and she's like, shoot it, Josh. You got it. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. You'll make it. I know you've missed the last 10. I'll give You'll you make this one. I'm great at yeah. self-confidence. You're, you're due right now, dude. You're due for one. Uh, and the, the close relative of uh, dyeing your hair, getting a tattoo. Oh, getting a tattoo. Ooh, I'm going to I'm going to sit that one because that's just. It's a little too basic for me, honestly. OK. Like, yeah. Just, also, it's also like it's like, yeah, you have to permanently remember, oh, the reason I got this tattoo is because that guy broke up with me or that girl broke up with me. Whatever. It's kind of. Kind of weird, but also that being said, I have been considering getting a tattoo for like a month now. Is that why you're going to the gym? So that like it looks good on my muscles. Yeah. No, I'm going to the gym because I have gained an extraordinary amount of weight since <laughs> moving down to Dallas. So that's that's more the reason I'm going. And not that much. I still look not fat. So, but I. Couple, couple more chick. I, I'm going to the gym so I can eat Chick Fil A, basically. Okay. Is what I'm yeah. That's, what would, what would this tattoo be of? It's something White Sox related. It would, um, I don't know yet. That's the problem. Yeah. But I just think it would look dope. Like tattoos are kind of cool to me now. I, I used to not like them, but I still have really sensitive skin, so I don't know if that's gonna work for me. No, like, I I'll probably cry. Honestly, though, if the tattoo would look better with bleached hair. Personally, Shut up. <laughs> just bleach it, dude. Spike, spike it too. Spike it, yeah. Just spike it. You get a sock logo right on your, right on your bicep. See, I'm not, I'm not getting on my bicep because my biceps are currently too scrawny right now to be getting Where tattoos. Are you getting this tattoo. What? Calf tattoo. Face tattoo, dude. Like, go big or go home. Okay. Yeah. Gotta be on the face. Absolutely right. needs to be on the face. Next one, uh, starve yourself. <laughs> People do it after breakups. Swear to God. Oh it's no. I promise. It's yeah. happened. I one hundred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm starting. I don't know. I've 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 heard I've heard rumors of it happening. I swear. I'm starting it. Um. Not that I would promote that behavior, but I'm starting it. You're starting starving yourself? Okay. I'm going to sit that one. Surprise me. I'm going to sit it. Doesn't sound very healthy. Okay. And also the close relative of it, eat like crap. Oh, you got to start that big time. That's that's an excuse. You're like, I just, damn. Definitely. Definitely. Load up, load up on the stream, dude. For sure. For sure. They bring you cookie dough, baby. Your friends yeah. bring you cookie dough. Start eating it in bed while you're crying. Watch movies all day. Yeah, that's makes almost makes you want to get broken up with or go through a breakup, whatever side yeah. you're on. Honestly. Yeah. Um. Next one. Uh. We're gonna go with uh. Listen to Taylor Swift songs. Well, that's a start at all times. Ever. Okay. All right. Just make sure. Make sure that you know people know your brand right now. Uh, next one, drink, drink heavily. I, I don't know if I'm want to condone drinking heavily. I'll <laughs> condone having the drink or two. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm not going to say how big the glasses have to be, but maybe a glass or two of wine. Okay. Um, I don't think that's ever hurt anybody. Just yeah, it's good for your heart too. So I'll I'll actually like sit that too, because I really only drink when I'm like not um like when I, I'm happy. So time, I, it's I a bad I, thing to do when you're sad. I yeah I don't sad drink. Sometimes I'm drunk and sad, but that's yeah. because I was happy drinking and then the Steelers broke my heart. Yeah, like, all the time. <laughs> all the time. That's different. completely different. We're not yeah. setting out. We're not setting out to sad drink. That's a happy drink. Yeah, oh. really. Most of our sadness comes like we're we're generally not depressed yeah. people say, but all of our sadness comes from our sports teams. One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, next one, we're gonna go with uh, um, exercise. People do that, I guess. I've never. I'm gonna heard start. Of that. I'll start that. That's a yeah. yeah. If you. Because if you're just doing it to, like, clear your head, I if you're doing it for the right reasons, then, yeah, if you're just like, oh, I'm going to make them jealous, then that's kind of stupid because they don't care. Yeah. But, like, if you're just like, yeah, I need to just get out and clear my head, so I'm going to start exercising, yeah, that's 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 great. That's a really good good way to handle it. Great coping mechanism. Yeah, and, like, uh, just from, like, knowing um, firsthand – how good exercising like makes you feel because I don't know if you know this, I've been going to the gym lately. Um, yeah. I feel, I feel incredible afterwards. So, um, that's just yeah, I've been, what you feel I've like been working out. My body is a temple. Um, yeah. What were you saying? I said, that's just cause it makes you feel like you're about to go to Chick-fil-A. It, that's what you're feeling. Truly dude. <laughs> I love it. You're not feeling, Oh, that was a great workout. You're feeling that I'm going to Chick-fil-A in five minutes. Let's go. <laughs> I I think you actually cracked the code as to why I've been exercising. Car, I mean, I kind of said it before, but this car is going to Chick Fil A, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Saw right through me there. Man, I really want Chick Fil A again. I ate it today already, but it's fine. Next one we're gonna go with is uh, buy an obscure pet. Sit. Sit. That's never a smart idea. You always run into issues where you don't. People don't think through getting pets, especially at the college age. They never think through actually getting a pet. Like, yes, in theory, maybe it's cool to have a dog or a cat or whatever. But then, like, you can't just go for a weekend somewhere with your friend. Like, you can't just go visit your friend for a weekend. You know, yeah. be like, and eh, what? A, like, my neighbor, she just moved to South Carolina. Tried to tried to give me a snake because she couldn't take it. So they're yeah. like, like. Yeah, okay, it's cool you own a snake, but, like, that's a $500 animal that no one wants. Yeah, I don't get why people get snakes. Also, one of the least well-thought-out things I've ever seen a person do when getting a pet is what uh, my sister did, Clarice. She got a frog and named it Botard and did not (laughs) see all the possibilities that the, or just a single one possibility that my dad would come up with in calling that frog. So it's like literally every time. Well, I was, yeah, what's Botard doing? No. Uh, so, yeah, that's also something you got to think about is actually naming the pet correctly. Just yes. all these all these extra variables coming into play. Next one we're going with is uh, binge a TV show. Start. It's always a good thing to do. Always a good thing. If you, hey, if you're going through it right now, Letterkenny on Hulu, guys. Trust yep. me. Letterkenny, that'll cheer you up. Outer Banks will make you feel like crap. 
See when are they coming out with season nine? Blender, Blender it's County. Probably around like Thanksgiving, Christmas is when they come out. <sighs> so far away, dude. It's too far away. Um, next one we're gonna go with is uh, delete social media. <laughs> dude, I do this every time the Steelers lose. <laughs> oh. Hey, I can get on Twitter after Bears they, losses. They lose for, like when they lose bad, like the last game of the season. I delete everything for like a week. Dude, I love that. Like no, the two of us just cannot relate to breakups, so we're just having to tie this back into our favorite teams losing. We're like, so how do we usually cope? And like, it's worse. yeah, sure, we could be we could be sad after a breakup, but we're actually um, inconsolable. After oh, yeah. our favorite team loses, so this is much closer to our our actual yeah. emotions. Nothing worse yeah. than that heartbreak. I do deleting social media is so good. I I don't, I'm only on Twitter now. Like Twitter. And I'm, TikTok. I'm big on TikTok, dude. I just love that everyone like, and I don't know if your tweet, Twitter feed's the same, but everyone's like, delete Twitter. It's so toxic. Like everything on Twitter is so toxic, and I'm like. Mine's just insiders breaking news and fans reacting. Like, yeah, this is like probably the least toxic social media platform I'm on. Yeah. Like, even though, yeah, it is kind of a cesspool at times, but like, I like, I literally only tweet about the White Sox. It's not that yeah, big it's, a deal. It's like, it's not, I don't follow anyone that tweets anything. Like, it's all sports. Yeah. We'll do, we'll wrap it up with uh, two more here. We're going to go with, uh, Cry. <laughs> sit. Sit, dude. Don't, dude, don't, don't be a. Give, don't be do a not sit. give. Don't give them the satisfaction. <laughs> don't don't give don't give the Patriots the satisfaction. Don't give the Packers the satisfaction. Don't give them. Don't, the don't do that. Don't do that. It's amateur hour if you give them. The I should instead of instead of like stuff I, you do after a breakup. I should have just made this stuff you do after your favorite team loses. That's that's what we're changing it to. We've done okay. Change the list. This is not stuff you do. After we're gonna have to, add, we're gonna have to add threaten to jump off a bridge. Um. Yeah, yeah. Um, break everything in your apartment slash house. Everything yeah. you own. Throw yeah, your then, in the corner and act like you're not gonna pick it up in two hours so it doesn't crease. Wash your jerseys to wash the loss off of them. Yeah. Uh, I only do that um, at the end of the season. What's the most valuable thing you've broken um, over a loss? I don't know. I'm normally very, very good. Oh, I broke a hockey stick. That's probably the most expensive thing I've broken. Well, after the okay. after the Penguins lost, I went and shot hockey pucks in the driveway and snapped the, my stick in half. Um, okay. But I don't know. I normally do like. I was going to say, like, maybe my foot. Like, I thought yeah. I broke my foot <laughs> after I kicked something. I've definitely broken my hand. But, like, I tend to think it out. Like, if I were to punch a wall, I would punch between the studs. Like, you got to be smart about where you're. Like, I I tend to kind of think out my rage and, like, can I fix it's, this? This going to be in calculated anger. Yeah. Yes. Like, I'm not out of control. I'm like, okay, I know I can fix a wall. One time I smashed my remote and I almost put it back together. I can tell you not in the cherry stem. I can tell you about Lee Ferrickson. <laughs> it is a true story, though. I did put the remote back together and it does work. Okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. So. 
very calculated in your age. I, I like that. Uh, last one we'll go with is um, let's go take a trip. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to sit that one. Sit that? Yeah, it just seems like. Just stewing your sadness. Yeah, you're, and then you're just going to be like, oh, my God, I wish they were here. Like, I mean, that would just be, you know, one of the Super Bowl after they lose. You're just going to be miserable because you're like, my team should be here. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, um, let's start them, sit them. I think that's a pretty solid one. Uh, we'll just jump into our segments and uh, we'll call it a show. How's that sound, Josh? Yeah. Yeah, should we want to kind of rapid fire these ones? Let's rapid fire as much as we can. Uh, let's go uh, player of the week. Josh, who you got? Julio Jones, because he was wearing Waffle House cleats training camp because he's always open. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 Except, except is, who has worse hamstrings, Julio Jones or Chris Paul? That's the real question. Both <laughs> those guys are five. Dude, I, I, I honestly don't know because I feel like Julio Jones might just pretend sometimes so that he doesn't have to play. Yeah. But... Like, he'll sign your contract and everything. He's not going to sit out training camp. He's not going to yeah. go through those disputes. But he is not going to play for your terrible no. football team. He has r- rubber band hamstrings. Like, rubber bands have been sitting out in the sun for way too long. I would think rubber bands that are in the cold would be worse, right? Hey. Maybe. Haven't you ever seen the Fantastic Four? Mr. Fantastic got frozen, and that's what like was his weakness. So, yeah, sorry. We'll, yeah. we'll have to give it a rewatch. That awful movie. Um, let's see. My player of the week is. Oh, I told you. Yeah, I told you I was gonna try to be nice, but my first one is gonna be Christian Jari. Um, yeah. So him. still has a job. Congratulations. But my other one is Miles Robinson. Game-winning goal, Team USA, baby. Yes. Over Mexico. We forgot to mention that. We're back. USA. US, soc- U.S. men's soccer is certainly back. U.S. men's soccer has won more championships than the women's soccer this year. Crazy. Wow. Never thought wow. I'd see it again. Men are back. Unreal. <laughs> the boys are back, dude. Boys are, boys are freaking back. Let's go. Game home. Just they, they know they know what they're doing. Ah, uh, let's see. You want to go tweet of the week? Um, so my tweet of the week is kind of a collection of tweets, and I don't know if you saw what's happened during this podcast, but a black cat ran out onto Yankee Stadium, and everyone's losing their minds. So the Yankees are now cursed, and all the tweets of everyone losing their minds over the cat running on the field during the Yankees game just make me laugh. And everyone trolling Yankees fans because every time something bad happens now, they're like, ha ha, you're cursed because of the cat. So that's my tweets of the week. Um, pretty, pretty recent tweets of the week. But yeah, this is my tweets. Not, of the week. They're straight up cursed. I it's mean, so funny. Po- it's just poverty so franchise. It's just the fan reaction tweets are just the best. So I love I love I love some good overreactions from time to time. Uh, my tweet of the week comes from. Uh, Jeff Dickerson. Okay. Uh, he's an insider for the Chicago Bears. Says already saw a fan crushing a Miller Lite at 8:50 a.m. at Bourbon A. Alcohol is served at Bears camp. Guys, it wasn't me. I'm in Dallas, Texas right now. Yep. It wasn't me. I was 
I, I, I'm drinking responsibly here in Dallas. And football's back. It wasn't me, guys. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Say it wasn't you. All right. Sing it, Josh. Good job. Yeah. I think your mic cut out for a second, but yeah, that's 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 great. Great, great audio. Body. Uh, let's see. Let's go, coach of the week. Yep. My coach of the week is none other than Mike Tomlin. The <laughs> Had to be. Hey, I have maybe two. I have a runner-up, but here's Mike Tomlin, and this is his answer when he was asked about the running game. Okay, running game is a pretty big question mark in Pittsburgh, so we're gonna get. Our coach is going to give us a straight answer on how this how our running game is. Quote, Certainly. Quote, you can paint with a broad brush and tell whatever story you want this time of year. I'm just going to keep snapping the ball and let those guys show us who and what they are. Boom. Mike Tomlin. I don't I don't understand what the paintbrush had to do with it. Mike Tomlin, baby. It's a Tomlinism. <laughs> Tomlinisms are back, and so is Mike Tomlin, and so is Steelers football. Um. Not okay. Not his best quote involving paint, it's not, though. It's not. If you got red paint, you're gonna paint the barn red. That's all. <laughs> That's I'm, it. That's the one. That's all I'm saying is, if you have red paint, you paint the barn red. Um, Coach Bill Belichick, Belichick is my other runner-up coach of the week because he did have a pretty. What? He had a pretty good quote as well. I'm gonna give give him a pretty good quote here. A big part of football is the actual football part of it. That was his thoughts on training camp. So can't can't disagree with that. I mean wiser words have never been spoken. I can't I can't derail it, so I had to give it to him. So that's yeah. that's my coach of the week. How about you? Uh so my coach of the week is going to be whoever coaches US gymnastics, because uh, they're just they've been body bagging people even without some on bottles, which is great. And um my other coach of the week is David Ross. Uh, he is the manager of the Chicago Cubs. He got his entire team taken away from him. Yep. And uh, he did something really nice for all the White Sox fans out there. Was He did not give Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, or Javier Baez a last at bat where they could have gotten you know, cheered off yeah. by the really faithful. He didn't do that. Just sat him. So, congrats. Nice. I love you, that. One of the greatest errors in your franchise and all your most memorable players got traded and they didn't even get their last moment of recognition. So mm-hmm. you nailed it there. They're Rossi. What a great manager. Also, Rizzo's like his best friend. Yeah. So that's got to be weird having bad, him gone. Too. Bad vibes. Yeah. Uh, and fan base of the week. Josh, who you got there? Chicago Cubs fans. We've touched on it. We've touched on it. That, oh. That's it. Got to go there. Got got do it. Oh, I missed the player of the week. Uh, it was, it was uh, some guy for China. His name is Dong Dong, and he does trampoline. And that's just once again objectively hilarious. That I don't like. I'm not even in cultural things or here, but his name is Dong Dong, and <laughs> that's that's funny. And as a guy as a guy who is not from China and speaks English and knows what the word Dong means in English. That is objectively hilarious to me, okay? I have the sense of humor of an 11-year-old boy because that's what that's what it is. Sorry, I can't fix that. But, yeah, that guy's name is Dong Dong. So, I mean, Josh is laughing right now, too. It's so funny. So, yeah. Uh, but my fan base of the week was uh, 
Let's just go with the Americans. Like, we're bad. Yeah, we are. Soccer. The Olympics. Soccer, baby. Not women's soccer. Women's soccer. soccer. Yeah. We're, we're taking a brief hiatus from our dominance of women's soccer, which is you know, it's not the worst thing. The yeah. international game has stepped up. You know, they're finally trying to reach our level of, of uh, dominance as well. So yeah. uh, it's good that there's good competition all about. It feels good. feels yeah. good to be back. feels very good to be back. But, uh, th- hey, that's our show. That is our show. It's Crushed great. It. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Stand by us this week. We'll see you all next week. Yeah, see you next time. Bye. I can ride my bike with no handlebars, no handlebars, no handlebars. I can ride my bike with no handlebars. No handlebars, no handlebars Look at me, look at me Hands in the air like it's good to be alive And I'm a famous rapper even when the paths are all crooked I can show you how to do si I can show you how to scratch a record I can take apart the remote control And I can almost put it back together I can tie a knot in a cherry stem I can tell you about Lee Erickson I know all the words to De Colores And I'm proud to be an American Me and my friend saw a platypus Me and my friend made a comic book And guess how long it took I can do anything that I want Cause look I can keep rhythm with no metronome No metronome, no metronome And I can see your face on the telephone On the telephone, on the telephone Look at me, look at me, just called to say that it's good to be alive In such a small world, I'm all curled up with a book to read I can make money, open up a thrift store, I can make a living of a magazine I can design an engine, 64 miles to a gallon of gasoline I can make new antibiotics, I can make computers survive aquatic conditions I know how to run a business, and I can make you want to buy a product Movers, shakers, and producers, me and my friends understand the future I see the strings that control the system, I can do anything with no assistance Cause I can lead a nation with a microphone with a microphone, with a microphone.